my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brewers Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope you all are having a blessed day today, as always. And we posted a video up, a very, very short clip, but we went out yesterday to the big rally. Uh, it wasn't necessarily what we thought it was as far as we thought we were actually going to be able to speak at the school board, and we were not. But it was a very good starting point and a very good show of size as far as a rally and how many people were over this absolute ridiculous mass consistence of young children. And one of the girls there, she was speaking, and she made a valid point. She said, these five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten-year-old children, they're not medical workers. They have not been trained in medical devices, nor have they been trained, nor will they properly use you know, protective equipment such as masks. She goes, there's the five-second rule with most kids. She goes, most of the time we're seeing these kids, they're dropping their mask, they're stepping on them on the floor, they're picking them up and putting them back on their face for simply fear of getting in trouble. And she goes, this is pretty much asinine. The fact that this is even a conversation is lunacy. And she made an extremely valid point. And also, too, this complete and total nonsense of now, of course, the CDC, after Bobblehead Fauci got up, what, two days ago, I told you, and he said that you know they were going to think about allowing people to go outside without a mask. I just laughed. The CDC now came out and said, listen, we'll allow you to go outside and gather with other vaccinated people once you've been vaccinated and you can go outside. Oh, man. They're just so generous. I mean, <laughs> how can they be so nice? Hey, you know what? We'll let you go outside and breathe fresh air with other people once you've gotten your shot. And ironically enough, I got an email yesterday from one of my very good doctor friends, listeners, customers, and I can't disclose exactly who he is for obvious reasons. And he sent me an email. Remember a couple weeks ago how we discussed the Johnson & Johnson injection was so horrific and so many people were having blood clots that they actually stopped it. They said, no, we're, we're, we're going to halt the entire run of this. Well, now they have come out now and they said, okay, by the way, we've decided to allow it to go back out again. And he's got an email and it's, I mean, it's a direct email. And they're saying here, the majority of the states in phase one will have the vaccine, the Johnson and Johnson shot by Thursday, May 6th. And phase two is going to be May 18th. That's for the rest of the shots. And here's what it said here. And this is what I got a kick out of. It said the CDC and the FDA has now recommended use of the Johnson & Johnson COVID vaccine and allow it to resume in the United States after temporary pause. Reports of adverse events following the use of the J&J vaccine suggested an increased risk of an adverse event. Nearly all reports of this serious condition have been in adult women younger than 50 years old. The pause allowed the CDC to communicate with healthcare providers and reemphasize the importance of reporting severe events in people who receive the vaccine. The pause also gave experts time to carefully review all available data and conduct a risk-benefit analysis 
around the use of this shot. And then it goes on to say here, they need to be on the lookout for three weeks after receiving the vaccine. A recipient should be on the lookout for possible symptoms, including severe, persistent headaches and blurred vision, shortness of breath, severe chest pains, leg swelling, persistent abdominal pain, and easy bruising or tiny blood spots under the skin. Seek medical attention right away if one of these symptoms occur. So you have a virus with a 99-plus percent survivability rate with the vast majority of people who have caught it have survived perfectly fine, and you're now taking a shot that they're blatantly telling you, be on the lookout for severe and persistent headaches, shortness of breath, severe chest pains, leg swelling, persistent abdominal pain, and easy bruising. Really? Does this sound like something you want to put in your body? Just thought I would throw that out there because, ironically enough, a lot of people are saying, hey, this is what we want to do. This is what we want to get this this, this, this experimental shot. So I encourage everybody, again, do your research and be on the lookout. And, again, continue to build local things in your community like we had yesterday at the No Mask Rally. That was a beginning phase. But, again, this is going to snowball, and people are going to wake up, and people are going to start getting more and more aggressive and more vigilant on standing up for their rights, their God-given rights, You don't have to ask anybody to breathe fresh air. Nobody can tell you you can't breathe fresh air. Air is free. That is what they're trying to do is make you believe you don't have a right to breathe fresh air without their permission. With the gall of the CDC to come out and say, we'll allow you to go outside without a mask and hang out with other people outside if you've all been vaccinated. Well, they can collectively go kick rocks because as far as I'm concerned, nobody, nobody has that right to tell you that. Also, too, in other news, Homeland Security, of course, as they're continuing to do more and more invasive searches, invasive surveillance of people who simply went to Washington, D.C. on January 6th. I've told you the stories. They're all over alternative media. People being harassed, having SWAT teams, having FBI show up at their house, basically to arrest them, to intimidate them, to question them, simply for being in D.C., just being there, not even involved in the Capitol. Now, Homeland Security just put out a memo on April 26th, and it essentially is talking about addressing domestic violent extremism with inside Homeland Security. So now DHS is actually starting to go in and purge their own agency to make sure there are no patriots, no loyal Americans, and no constitutionalists in Homeland Security. This only means one thing, my friends. They're getting ready for a full-blown crackdown on the country. I'm leaving that right now. They're making sure everybody in Homeland Security is going to be a good little person. They're going to be a good little peasant that's going to follow orders. It says right here in the memo, recent events, including the January 6th attacks at the U.S. Capitol, have highlighted the domestic violent extremism and that it poses, listen to this, that it poses the most lethal and persistent terrorist-related threat to our country today. You hear what I'm saying here? They're saying January 6th and patriots that were up there 
are the most persistent terrorist-related threat to our country today. That's red-blooded Americans. That's patriot constitutionalists that are not okay with a constitutional republic having a stolen election. That's what they're saying here, and it goes on to say in detail. Given the evolving threat landscape and the grave risk posed by domestic violent extremism included to our employees and operations, I have directed the department to immediately begin a review of how to best prevent, detect, and respond to any and all domestic violence extremism within the DHS. They're going for blood. They're letting everybody know what they're doing right now. They're going in and they're about to purge Homeland Security to make sure there is no distance allowed in that agency for whatever they're planning on doing next. They want to make sure they have a very, very tight choke chain on all of their employees at Homeland Security. What do you think about that, Deb? It's the same thing that Obama did to the military before he left office. He had his top generals and top colonels and top majors and top captains purged all over the United States who didn't go along with his transgender agenda and his other, how should I say, unconstitutional agendas. I mean, he had, I mean, it was literally hundreds and hundreds of top staff purged, which of course is what Stalin did, but Stalin didn't just purge him, he killed him. They didn't want to go along with what he wanted to do, he went ahead and had him killed. And again, what we're seeing here is the culmination of 80 years of Frankfurt School in the United States. You know, I told you this years and years ago. I continue to bring it up, but nobody wants to take a look at the history back. And that's why they basically are dumbing down the kids like they are so they don't learn history. You have to purge the military of the dissonance. See, they don't care if we have a military that's large enough to win conflicts in the war. They don't care about that anymore. They don't care about what's going on with Russia or China or Afghanistan because these are all controlled oppositions that are being done by the international bankers in order to facilitate certain, how should I say, narratives. That's all they are. They have to just make sure that in the Department of Homeland Security and in the United States military that they remain have sufficient strength, that they remain strong enough to have sufficient strength to purge dissidents in the United States that are constitutionalists. Yeah, I just said that, didn't I? That's all they care about. The United States military, you know, running transgenders into it and destroying it by doing so, by making it a weaker and weaker and weaker force incapable of fighting Soviet troops or Chinese troops or North Korean troops or any troops they choose to send here into the United States. They only need it strong enough to be able to to quell dissidents. That's all they that's all they care about. This goes right back down to what we saw in the movie Hunger Games in the series. They have the ability in the movie Hunger Games to keep the peasants calmed down in their respective districts so they can continue to produce food and support the elites who are living in their giant guarded city, and none of the peasants have weapons. So they can go in and do whatever they want to do to the peasants, and to keep the peasants basically calmed down every year, they basically sacrifice a group of peasants from each of the districts in order to entertain the rest of the peasants. I mean, this is the sick stuff that they did in that movie, but this is where they're headed. Now, in the original book series, the guy who was basically the bad guy, I believe that was Donald Sutherland in the movie, he was the one who was actually in there drinking human blood and doing all the other things, basically as sacrificial rituals, et cetera, et cetera. And this is the group of people that run the planet. You know, Fauci's now saying that, you know, infections are too high to let kids go on masks and that we have to have children wearing masks outside and in the classrooms until everyone is vaccinated. Yeah, 
That, that just came out on Breitbart today. It'd be posted at the Health Masters news site. In addition to that, you know, report Joe Biden proposing free preschool for five million children in speech to Congress as he asked for trillions of dollars more. So this wasn't enough going trillions and trillions and trillions of less. Now he wants trillions of dollars more. Now remember, this wasn't just Joe Biden. Trump did the same thing. He gave out trillions too. Don't, don't be running this thing on on biden you know we're having massive supply chain disruptions now all over the world we're having massive shortages of everything i mean just to order like a kubota tractor now some of the models six month waits heavy duty chevy chevrolets heavy duty ford trucks you know they they have 25 or 30 of on order to dealership they may get two all of this stuff is happening as it happened you know globally when we had hyperinflation in various countries around the world as the dollar becomes less and less valuable to the population in general as far as around the world, and they're not wanting to take the dollar, they're wanting to take other types of currencies, we're going to find more and more supply line shortages. It's just it's what happens. Donald Trump went in, did massive sanctions against China, massive semiconductor sanctions against China, massive shortages occurring because of all this stuff. And a lot of this, again, is being used to reduce the M1 money supply, I'm sorry, as the M1 to, to basically reduce the velocity of money as the M1 money supply goes up. This is what they always do. They've learned. Remember, these, these Kabbalist bankers, these Luciferians, they know that if they massively increase the money supply with massive demand and they supply the products that people need, that you have hyperinflation. So what do they do? They cut back on the production of heavy-duty trucks. They cut back on the production of equipment. They cut back on the production of everything. I was at the uh, Fun Bike Center the other day. It's a motorcycle place in, in Lakeland, and I was talking to the general manager, who's a good friend of mine I've known for 30 years, and he says they can't get product. They can't get side-by-sides. They can't get motorcycles. They can't get jet skis. They can't get anything. He says they're back-ordered, backlogged. He says every single thing that comes in literally is sold within minutes because they have 25 people for every one unit that comes in. So they're selling everything at retail, but sales quotas and sales volume and sales units are way, way down because they simply can't get the product. And this is what they want. They want to have shortages. They want to have all of this stuff because it decreases the velocity of money. So if you allow it to hyperinflate and start selling, 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 and a lot of the money to start turning over, you're going to end up in a situation where you're going to have a lot of people out there really, really fast that, you know, or, you know, are beginning to realize that the dollar's value is going down. That's why they continually short the gold markets. That's why they continually short the markets in silver because they don't want you to realize what's really happening to the dollars. And, you know, Homeland Security, like Austin said, basically is going to be purging their own ranks now. Again, this is what they always do. This is what Stalin did. This is this. See, if you, if you look at history and you realize what the Red Army did and what Stalin did and what Lenin did and what these people did to take over Russia over a hundred years ago now, you realize they're following the exact same blueprint. And when they got into our university systems and to our schools, almost every single school board in the United States is composed of leftists and lesbians and weirdos. And I'm not saying every one of them, but almost every one of them. They're all hardcore communists because they were trained in the hardcore communist university systems, which don't teach Christianity whatsoever. They teach Marxism. They teach how wonderful communism is. And that's why these young children that are coming out of the university systems today, you know, starting at 18 all the way up to about Austin's age, 32, 33, they don't make any sense when they talk. They don't make any sense at all. Why? Because they've been trained to believe that 
socialism is the answer, that government intervention is the answer, that handouts and more free money is the answer. And the sad part about it is it's not the answer. It never has been the answer. If you want to cripple, give them a crutch. That's a fact. If you want to get a society completely dependent on handouts, start giving them handouts. They stop working. Try to go find an employee right now. We've got 100 million people unemployed in the United States getting government subsidy checks. They don't care if they ever work again. I've got a friend of mine who has a restaurant, Mike Florendino, really good Italian restaurant here in Central Florida. He's got several different you know, branches. And he tells me, he says, Ted, I'm having to work 60, 70 hours a week in the kitchen. He says, I'm having to wash dishes. I'm having to do everything. He says, I can't find anybody. He says, their stimmy checks are keeping them at home. And they're not going out at all. They're just basically getting their stimulus checks. And he goes, and they're not paying the rent because they can't be evicted. And they're basically using COVID as an excuse when they try to get basically evicted. And so the, the courts are allowing them to stay in their apartments and their houses. So they're just sitting around on stimmy checks, you know, drinking and boozing and whatever. He goes, that's what they're doing. He said, or alcohol or drugs. He says, it doesn't make a difference. You can't find employees. You see, if McDonald's here in Tampa has had to have given $50 per applicant just to come in and interview, just to get them off the couch and come in and interview. They've got to pay job applicants $50 each just to get somebody to come in to flip burgers. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What happened to all the high school kids who used to flip burgers at McDonald's? Do they no longer want checks? Do they no longer want to have income coming in? Do they no longer want to work? What's happened to the work ethic of the United States? And these same leftist professors that have taught these kids not to work, they're proposing that we strip Christians of their rights for refusing to get vaccinated for COVID-19. Wait a minute. Wow. You know, USA Today, USA Today published an article that said three professors, two of whom are doctors from Case Western Reserve University in Ohio, who believe that getting injected for the virus should be mandatory for everyone with no allowance for religious exemptions. So in other words, it doesn't make any difference if you're going to get permanent DNA damage. It doesn't matter if you're going to have permanent disability from the vaccines, which really aren't vaccines, this injection device. It doesn't make any difference. You have no choice to do this. And sadly, people are saying, wow, that's a great idea. Wow, no one should have any have the ability to say no. And, you know, the sad part about this is we've got to look at the Nuremberg Codes. We've got to think about what's happened with the Nuremberg Codes, about how people have a right not to be experimented on, that people have a right to say, no, I don't want you to inject me with this. No, I don't want you to put me in a freezer to see how long it takes me to die, just to see how long it takes to do research on how long my life expectancy will be at minus 25 degrees. What kind of sicko are you to ask me or force me to do something like that? Well, yeah, that's why we have the Nuremberg Codes. But we have like 10 of the Nuremberg Codes are being completely and totally violated right now by the government because they're deciding that they're going to force you to do whatever they want to force you to do, that they're going to make you do these vaccines, that they're going to make you take these injections, that they're going to mess with your DNA. And you go, wait a minute, why in the world would this happen? Why in the world have we allowed ourselves to get to this point? It goes right back to, to the Kabbalists. Gosh, guys, you know, I don't know why we're the only people to talk about this. I really don't. I really don't know. I don't know why we are the only ones who tie this together with the Kabbalah, with the Zohar, 
with all of it. Why in the world won't anybody else talk about it? Nuremberg Code, voluntary informed consent. You have to be voluntarily involved in an experiment. You have to say, okay. Number two, fruitful result for the good of society. Wait a minute. There's no fruitful result for this. We have people dying everywhere. Number three, prior experimentation on animals and prior knowledge of the problem. You have to have prior experimentation on animals, according to the Nuremberg Code, before you go to human subjects. We're not doing that. Number four, avoidance of unnecessary physical or mental injury. Wait a minute. We have people dying everywhere from physical injury from this. Number five, banning of known lethal or disabled procedures. Wait a minute. Wait, this stuff is lethal. People are dying from it. How can we? Now, why isn't it banned? And why are we testing on animals first? Oh, that's right. The cats and the ferrets were tested, weren't they? They couldn't get through the study because they all died. That's interesting, isn't it? Number six, the degree of risk should exceed benefits. In other words, the risks have to be mitigated. They have to be more benefits than risk. Number seven, proper preparation and proper facilities to prevent injury or death. They check people for 20 minutes. They inject them, and 20 minutes later, if something happens to them, 21 minutes is by now. Oh, it has nothing to do with the vaccine. He just dropped dead. She just dropped dead. Oh, wow. She just miscarried two hours after the vaccine. Oh, had nothing to see here. Move on, move on. Number eight, performance of experiments only by scientifically qualified persons. There were people in the parking lot the other day in Tampa. I sent you the video on SD Brower Instagram that were basically soliciting you to come in and get shot up with an experimental injection. You didn't even know it was an experimental injection. These are basically performance of experience, but only by scientifically qualified persons. What? Number nine, participants may freely end the experimentation. Oh, so we can stop wearing masks anytime we want. Oh, we can go back to work. Oh, we can go ahead and say we don't want to be vaccinated with this nightmarish product that you want to put. This is experimental injection device, so we want to go back to work. Oh, we can't do that anymore. You mean we're forced to be in the experiment? We can't get out? Hey, this is like being in hell and saying I can't get out of hell. Why can't I get out of hell? Yeah, that's what we are here, isn't it? Caught in a hell loop? You know, catch 21? Going to go to hell if you want to? Going to go to hell if you don't want to? Going to stay in hell if you don't want to be there? I mean, what is this? Are we really in this loop right now? Apparently, we can't get out of this. And number 10, the experiments must stop if they prove too dangerous. Hundreds of thousands of adverse reactions and 10,000 deaths, and it's not too dangerous at this point yet, according to these different research studies that we've seen. Wait a minute. How dangerous does it have to get? I mean, honestly, I mean, how, how bad does it have to get? Are we talking million dead, 10 million dead, 100 million dead, billion dead? Three billion dead, five billion dead, six billion. Oh, that's right. Five hundred million is their stated goal of people who live on the planet. Oh, so that means they want what? If we think eight billion people on the planet, they want seven point five billion dead. Are those the acceptable goals? Are those the acceptable odds? Are those acceptable ratios? What kind of Orwellian mess are we in? Who in the world dropped these people on their heads when they were little? Oh, that's right. They don't even consider themselves to be people, do they, at the highest level? They consider themselves to be a different DNA. That's their own words, not my words. I sent you the links to these. I, I posted that nutbag, you know, who was talking about all this and what they believe in these Kabbalists believe a couple of weeks ago on the website. This woman, they don't consider themselves to even be human. They consider themselves to be the benign Elohim, little gods, little Gs. They, they consider themselves the ones who created us. They consider themselves the ones who created the universe. That's what they say, their own words. So maybe that's why they feel they could just do a big population purge. Maybe that, huh? Maybe that's what they want to do. Maybe they think that you and me, you know, we're basically 
breathing air. How dare he breathe air, you peasant, you, you animal, you soulless creature that we created. Who do you think you are? You're part of our science experiment. Now it's time to purge the experiment and get rid of the test subjects. Whoa. What a weird world. Guys, thank you. Oh my gosh. If it wasn't for Christ, I had last night, I had a pastor. He's a pastor. Man Green was over here and I was talking to him and he's a good friend of mine. He worked out with me here for about seven years, eight years at the house. He, he's a, he's a black gentleman. He used to play in the NFL, played for Buffalo. Uh, the guy's an amazing athlete, 70 years old, still in great shape. And he was telling me, he says, you know, Ted, Working out with you, I learned so much stuff years ago. He's, I had no idea this stuff was going on. I had no idea what they were doing to us and how the food was so poisoned. And I said, well, Van, I said, I learned a lot from you too. I said, it's good that we have a reciprocal relationship. Guys, listen to me. Trust, honor, and respect. It has to be reciprocal. It has to be. You learn that with children. You learn if your child will honor you and trust you and basically respect you, you'll do anything for them to the best of your ability. But if they don't honor you, if they don't respect you, if it's not reciprocal, and all it is is take, 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 and you have to give, 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 you start to realize very quick that just maybe that relationship with that individual child or that individual person that has to be your own child isn't going to work. You know, here's what I've learned. You got two kinds of people pretty much in the world. You got givers, you got takers. You guys stay with me for a second. I'm gonna preach for just a second. You got givers and you got takers. You know, and here's what I learned a long time ago. You, you, friend, givers can't be friends with takers. Why? Because they never give back. They just keep taking and taking and taking and taking and taking. There's no reciprocity. It's not a reciprocal relationship. It's got to be give and take, give and take, give and take. It's got to be support you. I support you. I support you. Support me. We all support one another. That's how the real world works. But the government's not like that. The government is just take, 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 take. That's all they do. They take your rights away, your God-given rights. They take your freedom away, your God-given freedom. They take your liberty away, your God-given liberty. And they force you into their quote-unquote, mandates and their little laws they put together without even giving you a choice on any of this. It's not a reciprocal relationship. The government, as Austin talked about yesterday, was only put into place by the original colonies in the effect that if the United States was attacked, that we would come together to defend the United States of America. It wasn't for the federal government to have dictatorial powers on the states. The states were their own individual countries in the beginning. They were their own independent countries. They had their own constitutions, their own Supreme Court, all of this stuff. And states' rights were paramount. And the states had the right to leave the union whenever they felt as though the union wasn't representing them properly. We saw how that worked with Lincoln. You can't leave, peasants. You can't leave. We've got to have – remember, Lincoln was a communist. He was good friends, wrote letters to Karl Marx. Oh, yeah, Lincoln, Abraham Lincoln. Abraham's Lincoln was a Kabbalist witch. Oh, yeah, that's right. Why don't you look it up? She did seances in the White House. And that's how it all got started, isn't it? With the loss of states' rights, it was Abraham Lincoln. Horrible. The worst president we ever had was Abraham Lincoln. Worst president. Unbelievable. 
But yet, we don't teach that in the history books. We don't teach that in the schools, do we? Why? Because the federal government determines through the education department what we get told in schools, what educational classes are taught, what history is taught, because they don't want you to know what they did 150 years ago and how they've continued to do that. And this overreaching government Federal bureaucracy is getting stronger and stronger and stronger, and the states are getting weaker and weaker and weaker. That's why yesterday when we went to the rally, I told Austin, I said, we're planting the seeds today. We're having people get together and have freedom of discussion. And only one weirdo over there, and I'm sure he was probably was the opposing side, was running around wearing a mask, one weirdo. Everybody else had no masks on out in the bright sun and the bright wind, bright sunshine, heavy wind yesterday. It was really nice. It was really, really nice yesterday. Cool temperatures, probably in the low 80s with a heavy breeze. It was really nice. Had a great rally. But we're planting the seeds. What are we doing? We're planting the seeds of freedom here in Central Florida because – we got to plant the seeds of freedom everywhere. And these democratically controlled states, and I'm not trying to be partisan here because I'm not a Republican, okay? I'm an independent. I'm more of a libertarian than anything else, all right? But these democratically controlled strongholds that Lincoln used to basically destroy the South with his Hessian troops, oh, yeah, he brought in mercenaries to fight that civil war. He had old, he had old Sherman. Hey, Sherman, what's the best way to break the back of the South to stop these peasants from rebelling well we got to go in and we got to shell atlanta well there are only women and children in atlanta we got some troops on the skirmishes on the outside borders but we need to shell it i want atlanta i want atlanta it's a hub i want it burned to the ground i want it shelled we're going to kill all these women and children <laughs> kill them all oh by the way we got done with atlanta now what do you want to do i want you to march to the sea give me about a 50 to 100 mile wide sloth of destruction Kill and rape and destroy every farm owner, every southerner in your way. Rape the women, take the children, sell them into slavery, do whatever you want to do, eat the crops, eat the animals, burn the left, what's left, and destroy, destroy, destroy. That's Abraham Lincoln. That's who he was. Yeah. Don't put some stinking Lincoln Memorial up in my Washington, D.C. I'd take that thing with a doggone bulldozer. And you can quote me on it. Ted Brower says that he would bulldoze the Lincoln Memorial if he was president of the United States. And I did say that years ago, and I still stand by that. That man should not be honored. He was a tyrant. But yet here we are. 150, 160, 170 years after the Civil War. It's getting worse and worse and worse. As Karl Marx, Lincoln's buddy... And has his teachings come to fruition in the once great United States of America? We find ourselves here. Austin, what do you think? It, it is a, uh, <clears throat> it's a, a wild time to be alive. There's no question about that. And, I mean, it was very good to see yesterday the amount of people that were fired up about this. And, you know, one thing that I pretty much the only thing that I tried to Courage. I talked to a couple different people. I said, listen, they're not going to do anything at the school board. They're not going to remove these guidelines, mandates, restrictions, whatever fancy term you want to try to come up with. And I said, they have no teeth. The only reason that it's working is because people are being compliant and teachers are afraid of losing their job. Everybody needs to get together. And the teachers, along with the parents, along with the students, need to collectively come together and tell the school board, 
they can go kick rocks. We're not complying with this. We're not enforcing it. We're not doing it. We're done. Remember, every time the CDC, Fauci, any of these clowns, they put new guidelines out. They put new guidance out. They, they say it very clearly. This is what the new CDC guidelines are. Guys, guidelines aren't laws. These have not been ratified by Congress. None of this stuff is enforceable. It's only enforceable if you comply. And that's exactly what they bet on last year. If you scare people long enough, if you lie to people long enough, if you manipulate people long enough, they will eventually comply. And that's exactly what we saw last year. The same thing they did in Germany. They continued to lie, manipulate, and steal rights away from the German population. And then slowly but surely, they had themselves in a heaping pile of mess. And like Dad said, didn't matter if you were a Jew, you were a gypsy, you were a Christian, you were a German. didn't matter. No dissent was tolerated whatsoever. didn't matter who you were. If you did not support the Nazi party, they just disappeared you. That's what they're getting ready to do. It may not be a month. It may not be a year. It may not be five years. That's what they're prepping this for, though. If they continue to get people to comply with guidances, with guidelines, with no lawful purpose backing them whatsoever, but simply, we told you to do it, so you do it. The longer you keep a population submissive and compliant on whatever you tell them to do, the easier it is to continue to control. Like Dad said earlier, now they want to do another another stimulus bill. Dude, we haven't even spent all the money from the first stimulus bill that Donald Trump signed. I was talking to a guy the other day that works with some military stuff, and he said, Austin, there is so much money floating around right now in military contracts, in the government, in the industry, in the stock market. He said, nobody knows what to do with all the cash. There's so much money flooding in from so many different sectors. Now, ironically enough, they only found that, you know, the general populace was only worthy of $1,400 in this last check, while a lot of these industries literally have hundreds of billions of dollars still floating to them right now. But yet, they're going to do another bill. This is exactly what Dad said. They're trying to do everything they can to keep the velocity of money suppressed while they inflate the currency. Because what's going to happen is, eventually, it's going to be like a slingshot. And once this stuff starts to catch up, and once the velocity starts to catch up, and all this money starts to finally catch up, you are going to see hyperinflation at the rate we've never witnessed in our entire lives here in this country. Exact same thing we saw in the Weimar Republic in Germany that my grandma used to tell me about. You should have a backpack of cash, backpack of cash to go buy a loaf of bread, just dumping, dumping stacks out on the counter just to buy a loaf of bread. It was devaluing so fast. It was hyperinflating so fast. The prices were changing every day. Every day prices were going up. Ruben told me the same thing down in Venezuela. The exact same thing happened when Chavez was taking all these loans from the IMF. And they literally had so much money, they were just giving it to the citizens, just giving it away. People from Venezuela were flying up to Florida to go shopping, to go buy Louis Vuitton and Gucci, and then fly back down to Venezuela. They had so much cash, didn't know what to do with it. And then finally, all of a sudden, Rooster came home. 
all of a sudden, all this money started hyperinflating. And then all of a sudden, the bankers started calling the notes due. And all of a sudden, Chavez couldn't cover the notes. So what did he do? He wanted his gold back. You saw what happened with that. As soon as he wanted his gold back, they ruined the country. And he got he died <laughs> mysteriously of cancer suddenly. Gold was never brought back to Venezuela in full force, from what I've been told. I asked Ruben about that as well. They they still do not know what happened. The huge, huge gold reserves Venezuela had. Why? Because this is what the bankers do. Exactly what Dad said. They steal, they pillage, and they plunder. The exact same thing they've done to this country last year. Shut down businesses. You are not worthy to run your business. Well, Costco and Amazon, don't worry about those guys. But you, <clears throat> no peasant, you cannot do that. We have to remember that this is still America, and we still have a right to say no, and we have a right to say yes. The same thing like Dan said earlier with the Nuremberg trials, with this experimental nonsense that they're working on us right now. This isn't something that's going to stop. They're going to continue to push this shot. And they're going to continue to try to force everybody to get it. And then the hard holdouts, like me, dad, probably a lot of the people to rally yesterday and so forth, they're going to blame us for every single thing that occurs now with viruses, with sickness, with illness. Everything's going to be our fault, even if it had nothing to do with us. It doesn't matter. If the media says it's true, for some odd reason, a large percentage of the American morons, they believe whatever CNN regurgitates to them, and they continue to shove it down everybody's throat and pretend that that's what's going on. So again, remember what's happening. Same thing earlier, like I said, with Homeland Security, with what we saw on January 6th. Ironically enough now, less than half of the federal cases have even been basically tried for the Portland rioters. Less than half. They said 96 of the cases filed last year for protesters with federal charges, including assaulting federal officers, defacing federal property, civil disorder, all of them. Prosecutors have dropped 47 of the cases already. Ten people have pled guilty, and majority of them had basically done resolution deals, which means they went to food banks and they did community service. You hear what I'm telling you guys? They were trying to burn down federal buildings. They were assaulting federal officers. They were defacing private property and federal property. They were beating people, battery, assault, the list goes on. The vast majority of them have been dismissed, and the ones that weren't dismissed have had deferred resolution deals with community service. But yet, people went to D.C. and peacefully protested for the most part, other than storming into the Capitol when the doors were opened by law enforcement and they're charging them with insurrection, sedition. I mean, you're, you're talking about federal crimes that are having decades in prison, and they're trying to throw the book at these people for simply being up there. You guys see a problem with that? You guys see a trend here with this going? This is exactly where they're trying to take this. They want to make sure that they control the narrative and they crush any dissonance. That's why it's so important. Everybody continue to forward these shows, continue to get this information out there, continue to wake up your friends the best you can and show them, listen, this is what's going on. It was interesting. One of my good friends stopped by the office yesterday. He's sheriff's department. And I was helping him ship some stuff out. 
and for the longest time, he has been pro-vaccine. And his wife, who I'm also good friends with, I've talked to her about it. Dad's talked to her about it in detail. He started sending her emails. Well, she finally woke up with this whole COVID shot and vaccines in general. And dad came in yesterday and he goes, well, I'm really glad to hear you're not going to vaccinate your new baby. And he said, yeah. He said, well, he said, once you actually do the research and once you actually figure it out, it's a pretty easy choice. My friends, once you wake up, once you actually see the truth, it's a very easy choice. It's not hard to differentiate. It's not hard to decide. It's very, very easy to make your mind up. But you have to be open and you have to open your eyes and you have to stop being blinded by the mainstream media whores that are continuing to shove lie after lie after lie. So I tell people, I don't watch mainstream media. I don't even have cable in my house at all. I don't cable. I have internet. I work from the house a lot. If I want to basically try to stream something online, I do. Majority of stuff I ever do watch TV, it's on a DVD. I don't watch television. A, I'm not going to pay for it. B, there's nothing on there that I want to watch. And C, why in the world do I want to watch 50 prescription pharmaceutical commercials every time there's a television show? Because that's what I found before years ago when I had it. Every time there's commercial, it was all pharmaceutical ads. Ironically enough, we're the sickest country in the entire world, yet we have the highest prescription usage in the entire world. Hmm. Funny how that works, isn't it? We're also one of the only countries in the entire world that allows direct pharmaceutical advertisement to retail consumers, meaning the pharmaceutical companies like Pfizer can directly market to us on television. A lot of people don't realize that's illegal in most countries, including Australia, including in Europe. They cannot do direct-to-consumer marketing on television at all, period, for a very specific reason. They do not want the populace being manipulated into taking pharmaceutical drugs they don't need simply because a fancy commercial came out and showed a husband and wife holding hands while butterflies float around them. And they tell you, hey, listen, if you take this drug, you won't have restless leg syndrome anymore. But side effects may include blindness, death, chest pains, a whole host of things a mile long. And you go, that sounds horrible. Well, yeah, that's what they're designed to do. The pharmaceutical industry is designed to build customers, not cure diseases. The same pharmaceutical companies that rake hundreds of billions of dollars a year of pharmaceutical, of pharmaceutical drugs, keeping people sick, are the same pharmaceutical companies that are manufacturing the shot that's experimental that is causing people to drop dead minutes after they get it. Let that sink in and realize we are being lied to, and it's our responsibility as awake Americans to continue to wake up other Americans. What do you think, Ted? Well, what I think, Austin, is that you know the folks and you guys who are listening to the show, and you know, and you and me, and we're, we're awake and. I, I feel blessed to be able to tell you guys this stuff and, you know, listen to Austin do the show and, and be part of what's going on right now with this great awakening we're having in the United States to the Ted and Austin Brower show. I feel blessed. I feel blessed to be able to pray for you guys this morning because, you know, the only answer we have in any of this is Jesus. I was talking to Van about that last night. You know, we don't have a hope in this country at this point. And it's not because there aren't patriots out there. It's because there's only a few patriots out there. This is not 1776. We don't have a bunch of guys running around with a bunch of muskets and testosterone. We don't have that anymore. It's over with. You know, but we have Jesus. And he is the author. He is the finisher. He is the perfecter. Because it doesn't matter what they do. It doesn't matter 
what they say, we still have Jesus. I remember years ago, I knew a guy named Bill. He got involved with a Ponzi scheme here in Central Florida. A guy named Smith was running a big Ponzi scheme, and, and Bill lost all of his money. He was pretty wealthy, and he lost everything. But before he lost everything, he actually took a cruise around the world. He did. He actually went with his wife. They took a cruise. They were on the cruise for like 90 days all the way around the world. He had a blast. And finally, he came over to me one day, and he was basically a little bit downtrodden. And, and I started talking to him. And he says, look, Ted, they've taken everything I own, but they can't take my cruise away. I've already done it. I've already experienced a cruise around the world. I looked at him. I said, Bill, you're right. They can't take your cruise away. Guys, they can't take Jesus away. He already died on your sin for your sins. He's an omnipresent being who died on a cross. And his sacrifice for us is eternal. His energy field that he puts out that emanates from him to restore us and restore us back to the Father is for eternity. Guys, we have victory in Jesus. These little things are doing to us here and there, and these other things are doing to us trying to make Sherman's march to the sea throughout the United States now and throughout the world now. Sherman's march to the sea from Atlanta to the Atlantic, that's what they did back in 1864, 1865. But guys, they're doing it globally now. It's Sherman's march to the sea around the world. That's their extent of the Kabbalists and the bankers and what they've done. And like we talked about yesterday, how they hide their name from everybody and use front companies everywhere. Now, Vanguard and BlackRock run the world and control all the corporations. They're doing this right now, by the way. They're not letting you know there's all kinds of natural things. They're not letting you know that when you're young and you're a guy, you have massive amounts of nitric oxide in your system. Massive amounts. This is, this is the product HGH stimulate that we have. It massively increases nitric oxide in the system. They don't tell you that you're in your 20s, 20 years of age, teenage years, you have 100% nitric oxide in your system. By the time you're in your 30s, you only have 80% nitric oxide. And you're already starting to get thickening in the arteries. They don't tell you that the time you're 40, you're going to have 50% of nitric oxide left. And by the time you're in your 50s, you have 35% nitric oxide. And by the time you're 60, you have 15% nitric oxide. So you have a massive reduction of the size of the arteries as far as the hole in the middle of the arteries and the elasticity of the artery. They don't tell you that if you take a nitric oxide supplement like RHGH Stimulate, that you massively increase circulation, that you lower blood pressure, that you massively increase libido. All of these different things are directly related to blood flow. They don't tell you any of that stuff. Why? Because it's cheaper to sell you Viagra and they make a whole lot more money for it. Oh, yeah. They can make a, charge you 20 or $30 for some of these pills that they pay a few cents for each, and they can basically say, oh, by the way, and by the way, all nitric all, all Viagra is is a nitric oxide supplement that's like on steroids. It's way too much for your system to handle, way too much. So why are they telling you that? Well, the same reason they don't tell you the truth about heart disease or diabetes or adult-onset diabetes or natural treatment protocols for cancer. There are clinics all over the world outside of the United States that have natural treatment protocols for cancer. Or how to build your immune system with vitamin D3, K2, potassium iodide, 12.5 milligrams a day, four to 6,000 milligrams of vitamin C a day, 100 milligrams of zinc. Nor do they tell you that one of the principal components of the sperm is zinc. And if you want to increase sperm mobility, you have to increase zinc. If you want to increase your libido, take HGH stimulate, 1,600 IUs of vitamin D. I'm, I'm sorry, 1,600 IUs of vitamin E every single day and 100 milligrams of zinc. They don't tell you it's that simple to massively increase sperm mobility and fertility in men. 
whose sperm counts now is down by up like 60, 70%, 80% in some areas because of all the plastics and bisphenol A they put in. They don't bother to tell you that hydrogen and oils are one of the primary causes of heart disease, diabetes, and cancer, and that corn oil and safflower oil and other oils that you fry in make the blood thick. The omega-6 oils make the blood thick and gooey, and that you have to be taking stuff like vitamin E and cod liver oil in order to make your blood flow, and you have to be drinking more water, but you've got to drink water without fluoride and chlorine in it, which means you've got to drink distilled water, reverse osmosis water, and if you don't, you're going to massively affect your thyroid from the fluoride and the chlorine because those are both halogens, and they're absorbed into the thyroid. So all of this stuff they don't tell you, nor do they teach in schools. And in fact, they don't teach most of the stuff in medical schools. Why? Because the medical school's continuing education is paid for by the drug companies that Austin just told you about that are able to do direct-to-consumer advertising in the United States. So if you come out and say, hey, look, if you got rheumatoid arthritis, maybe you need to avoid nightshade plants. Like Maybe you need to get away from tomatoes and eggplant and bell peppers and white potatoes because those massively inflame the joints of rheumatoid arthritis. Yeah, why? but they don't tell you that, do they? They'd rather put you on a drug for the rheumatoid arthritis. They'd rather put you on a drug for all of these problems that are directly related to the food that you eat. They don't want to tell you that you need to drink half your body weight in fluid ounces every single day. So if you weigh 200 pounds, you should drink 100 ounces of purified water without chlorine and fluoride. They don't tell you that fluoride is used as rat poison, do they? No, they don't do that, do they? They don't tell you that fluoride was used in concentration camps to make the inmates servile and infertile. They don't tell you that either. Why? Because the same group, the same investors of Vanguard and BlackRock who own everything, which we talked about Monday a week ago on this show, are the same ones who are putting this poison into your food supply. They're the same ones spraying the chemtrails and the doing the geoengineering. They're the same ones giving you the GMO plants. They're the same ones that are contaminating everything with aluminum and barium. They're the same ones that do it all. It's always the same people because they don't want you to know the truth. They don't want you to read the Bible. They don't want you to go to church. Now they're telling us that church attendance is under 50% for the first time in like the history of the United States. They intentionally shut us down while they allowed the strip clubs, right, the strip clubs over in California to continue in business and stay open and shut all the churches down. They, they don't want you going to church. They don't want you hearing about Jesus. They don't want you hearing about – you know why they don't want you hearing about Jesus? Because a person who has hope has the ability to move forward with their life. The ability to say, I have tomorrow coming because I hope that, by, that my life will be better. I hope it will get better. I have hope in Christ. They don't want you to have hope. They want you to have despair. Why do they want you to have despair? Why do they want you to be depressed? Why do they want you to have heart disease, diabetes, and cancer, and be sad, and be under stress, and be hopeless? Because it's trauma-based mind control. <laughs> it's all back to Tavistock. It all goes back to Freud. It all goes back to Edward Bernays, who was the cousin of Freud, who were both Kabbalists. They learned what human beings could do as far as underneath stress, and they learned how to do mind control, trauma-based mind control. And those experiments were continued in the concentration camps and brought to the United States through the CIA. Don't forget that. The CIA did trauma-based mind control throughout the 40s and 50s and 60s and 70s, and finally they were busted for it and admitted to it. It's public record now. They taught people how to go out and control groupthink. They, they went into the media through Operation Mockingbird, and they started controlling what was being said to the population. They started using subliminal advertising, injections, inserts into the films, making things say things, flash across your eyes so you couldn't read them consciously, but you see them subconsciously like obey and trust the government. 
Oh, yeah, they did all of that stuff during the Star Spangled Banner back in the 50s and the 60s. Look at the research on that. Why? Because they were learning and developing trauma-based mind control. That's where we find ourselves. Yesterday, I talked to a guy at the rally. I started talking to him about what really was going on with masks and the symbology behind them. And it was like talking to somebody at a, like a calf at a new gate. He had no idea what I was talking about. But one thing he did know is he didn't want his grandchildren and his kids being forced to wear masks in the school system. That's the place we have to start. We have to start with a common denominator. And that's where they've overplayed their hands again. They went after the children. You get a mama bear mad, you got a mama bear mad. I remember years ago, I was up at Mount Leconte. I, I was, wasn't, it wasn't Mount Leconte. It was, uh, it was Great Smoky National Park. We were over in the area to the west of the park where they have the big big area. Uh, um, you know, Clingman's, uh, the, the Loop Road, whatever that thing's called. It'll come to me in a second. And what happened, I remember Sharon wanted me to take some pictures of these cubs. And I got Cage Cove. Cage Cove, thank you, Walter. And I got between the cubs and the mama bear. And the mama bear charged me, got my attention. We got the mama bears mad now with these kids in these masks. Always remember, don't go, don't get the mama bear mad. <laughs> I let you guys know that. Guys, I love you. Keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. You guys are absolutely awesome. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Finish up, Oz. Absolutely. And he, he's, he's spot on with that. There were a lot of moms there yesterday at that rally. And a lot of them are irate about what's going on. And like I said, we're reaching that tipping point to where they're demanding that these mandates stop. But it was going to reach a point in time to where we're going to reach a tipping point and we're going to say no. I've already told everybody that. My answer has always been no. Absolutely no, 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 no under any circumstances I'm putting a mask on, period, at all. Do not bother me about it. Do not ask me to do it. If you ask me to do it, the answer is going to be the same every time. If you harass me about it, I'm never going to do business with you ever again. I've told you guys, I can all list in my head of businesses I will not go back to ever again. That's it. What people don't realize is that you have the power as a consumer, as an American, as a tax-paying citizen, you have the power to make change very, very easily. You just have to do it. You just have to execute the plan and initiate what you want to do. If you don't like a company, stop giving them money. If you don't like the way that Starbucks promotes abortion and gives dollar-for-dollar dollar Planned Parenthood donations and doesn't like it's the Second Amendment and blatantly tells people that are pro-Second Amendment, don't go to Starbucks. Whoa. It's a million-dollar million dollar answer right there. Go to a local coffee house if you want to go to a place like that. Go to a small family-owned business one. There's multiple ones in Lakeland that I know of. They're good family-owned businesses. They're great. Start supporting your local community and stop supporting these giant conglomerate mega corporations that are doing one thing and one thing only, ruining this country. That's my stance on that. I had a good friend of mine yesterday, another one, came in and said, dude, I've tried to make sure I listen to you. I have not bought anything from Amazon now for the last, like, so many months. And I said, congratulations. I said, I'm proud of you. I said, that's one step at a time. And I said, that's what you got to do. I said, I've been like that for years. I said, I'll buy, I'll buy off private sellers off eBay before I buy anything off Amazon, period. And I said, because I'm not going to support the beast that I absolutely criticize and do not like. People have to understand that. If you don't like something, 
Don't support it. Thank you, my friends, for getting this truth out there. Be sure to check out the website if you need anything, healthmasters.com. We have the highest quality supplements that we can physically make, a lot of them on sale, the immune system protection kit, the four-pack and three-pack of food, uh, food buckets, all kinds of stuff on sale right now, healthmasters.com. Be sure to check it out. And if you guys have any questions, feel free to give us a call, 1-800-726-1834. We still answer the phone, <laughs> and we also have now upgraded, expedited, very fast shipping on our website as well. So if you don't want to call in and place an order and you want expedited shipping, it's offered on the website. It gets to you usually in about three to five business days at the longest. So be sure to check it out, healthmasters.com. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. We'll talk to you again tomorrow as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.